Okay, and welcome to the Playa del Carmen Now podcast. Welcome. Welcome to the, yes. <laughs> Playa del Carmen Now. Now podcast. Podcast. And today's episode is Kids in Playa del Carmen. And we have somebody here today that does exactly that. And that is Gail Collins. Gail Collins from KKIS. Bravo. Bravo. Thank you for inviting Bravo. me. Yes. Welcome, welcome, Gail. My name's Ken Schmidt, the CEO of, of Condo Hotels, Playa del Carmen, and my co-host, Mr. Javier Resendiz. And where do we resend his? Always, everywhere. We resend his. <laughs> Always, everywhere. Okay. So, good morning, and then... Before Gail, before we start talking about kids in Playa del Carmen and and your amazing journey so far, you've lived in Playa del Carmen now how long? Seventeen years. Seventeen years. She got me beat. She's yes. got me beat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Another bell. That ding, 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 ding. ding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's got me beat. And um, and and why did you move to Playa del Carmen? Because I'm from Minnesota. And it's cold nine months of the year there, so I decided when I retired, I was never going to live another day in cold weather. <laughs> and what about the hot weather now? It's I, I'm used to it. It doesn't bother me as much as it used to. As uh, much so as she, it used Yeah, so yeah. She's, yes. she's accustomed to it. Because yes. this is paradise. We live in paradise, and yes. we get the pleasure of living here, and... And, and as I was talking to her earlier, I says, you know, we always complain about Playa, and then a minute we sit down and start remembering all the great things, why we're here, we're like, hey, we live in paradise. Yes. We do. Yes. Okay, so a couple questions, Gail, before we get started about kids. Um, so when your friends or family or somebody comes into Playa del Carmen to visit you, what do you do with them? How do, what do you do to entertain them? Well, we go to a lot of beaches. That's that's mostly why people come here. They they want to go to the beach. And I always take them to my favorite restaurant, which is El Longo. El Longo. Okay. No way. Oh, you, wait a you, second. You know that place. Oh, oh so I'm Javi in must... love with that place. You don't know it, Ken? El Longo. I, I, I will take take uh, 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 I'll uh, bring it yeah it is the quint- <laughs> sorry it is the quintessential Mexican restaurant experience yes. here in Playa really yes yeah and again I've been here almost as long as her and I've never been there and again it's like where am I you know what I mean it's it's I learn all these again here we go episode 17 in a new restaurant you, you know what, Ken? It's, it's on the other side of the highway. So it's a place that is not well known, let's say, for maybe tourists, but for local people, it's well identified on that place. And actually, the people that lead this place, they are involved with the local community. They like to support kids, to support their neighborhood. They have this local barrio cultural, that is, that's the name, like, local cultural neighborhood you have to go i will take you there okay we're going well, to go be there on a bicycle okay <laughs> that's no problem and you know i don't have no problem going to some of the restaurants on the other side of town there's a couple of them that uh, you know i know that i absolutely love as long as there are a good food 
you are there. I'm there. I am there for sure. And, and it's not just the food that attracts me there. Um, Goyo is also, he helps the community kind of like KISS does. And I've introduced him to our Rotary Club. And our Rotary Club uh, sponsors meals for his students that he has there. And so it's just become this big circle of love. And that, that reminds me, I need to reach out to Michelle and get her on the, on the show. Sure. So Michelle is, is uh, the main representative of the Seaside Rotary Club. Seaside. Yes. That's who she's speaking of. So this is Gail Collins. She runs an or, a, a charity organization called KKIS, or KISS, the way she says it. And then KKIS is... Keeping kids in school. Oh, that's interesting. It is. Yes. It is. Yes. And she does an amazing yeah. job. Um, I think I've been assisting you along the way. Ken, you have been a great supporter of ours since the first time we ever had a fundraiser. Oh, oh wow. wow. Applause was oh, what I can. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't. Ten years. Ten years. Yes. Ten years. I didn't know I did the first year. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I'm yeah. amazing to hear that. Um, and yes, I've been always been a big supporter. I always want the best for this community. I'm always looking out. always like to eat local food. I always <laughs> like to buy local stuff. Um, and especially my wife and I, we're always going to all the local events and, yeah. of course, we want to support the KKIS. Thank you. <laughs> That's amazing. So, Gail, tell us a little bit about KKIS and what do you do on a regular basis? And Well, on a regular basis, we have two. Well, our main mission is to educate as many students as we can to get them to graduate from high school and go to the university if they qualify. So this year we had... 84 high school students on scholarship and 25 university students on scholarship. Wow. That's and it, it's a full ride. We educate the whole person, not just pay for the credits. Wow. That's, that's, just, that's just amazing. That is just amazing. And I, oh, so tell us some more. Tell us some more. This, so is, this is great information. My spiel to donors is that if you really want to change a person's life, you have to go back to the beginning and give them the education. Without an education, there is nothing they can do to change their life. And it's not just true here, it's everywhere. And when kids grow up in generation after generation of poverty, the family can't provide the experiences for them that will help them survive. So somebody has to step in and show them how it can be done. And we get way more requests <laughs> from students for help than we have money for. But we, every year we grow. And this coming year, we're looking at even more students in school already. We're, we've already into the application process for university students. And so it, we also do school supplies. And we do school supplies. It sounds like an insignificant kind of thing to do, but it allows us entry into kids at a young age so that they understand that staying in school is really the thing to do. Right. And, and you know what? I got I to gotta remind myself, and I want to remind everybody out there, that um, 
when you come to Playa del Carmen, the, the, a, a very minimal thing you can do, and it's an amazing thing, is bring a backpack with pencils and paper and that kind of stuff, I think is what we used to do. And I got away from it, and I'm glad you're here to remind me. And uh, as we had guests, we used to collect the backpacks and the paper and the pencils and the pens and all the stuff for the, you know, the artistry. You know, the things that are not very expensive at all. And we can pass them on to Gail and her, her group. And, and it's a great segue into getting involved. And um, give me a minute here. I forgot my thought. <laughs> Don't worry. But I, 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 I want to know something. Huh? Uh, I thought when you said kids, I thought like small kids. But you are mentioning high school and university. So how does it go over there? Uh, well... It's, it involves small kids because that's who we give the school supplies to. Okay. We start at, we choose different schools in different neighborhoods. Um, we deal with the lowest rungs of children in society, the ones that drop out of school every year during primary school. Yeah. Those, ki those are the kids that we want to keep in school. And so we go to schools in the poorest neighborhoods And we give every kid in school a whole bag of school supplies. And we also have our university students come with us and talk to the kids because we don't know Spanish. And they Sounds familiar? Yeah, <laughs> really familiar. <laughs> and they give a little spiel, a little five-minute spiel to the kids that we're not just doing this because we're nice people. We're doing this because we want you to stay in school. Yeah, we want you to, for you to be a better person. That's yeah. right. And if you don't, we we talk to secondaria kids who are very astute about where their place is in society. And we tell them, if you don't like the way you're living, if you don't, if you want to be somebody different. You want to prove your way. You yeah. have to be the change. Yes. The change starts with you. And it starts by staying in school. And so that's why we do school supplies. It's an easy way to get access to kids. The message we send to kids is the only positive message they get about education. And then, right, it's not just a handout. And, and, and that, that could be confusing, right, at times? It, but see, what happens is the negative messages come within the family, within society, that... It's more important for you to get a job at age 10 than it is for you to go to school because we need the money. And it all starts with the wages that people earn here are so low Correct. that it's difficult for a family of four to live on one low-wage job. Everybody in the family needs to pitch in. Yes. But you don't, they don't understand that by telling your kid, it's great, you're making 4,000 pesos a month, This is awesome. This really helps the family. And if you drop out of school, you can make 4,000 pesos every month. But you're going to make 4,000 pesos a month for the rest of your life. Life, yeah. And, and if you stay in school, you can make much more than that. So that's our goal. Our goal is really to, actually, we talk a lot about improving the workforce in Playa del Carmen. That sounds kind of altruistic. But it is the fact that we want educated people to work for us. Absolutely. And, 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 and educated help 
is very difficult to find. Um, I know, and in, in kind of a struggle. I mean, if, and if they could educate themselves on being good at certain things, because there's, there's many, many types of jobs in this town that it, there are shortages of. Even good, you know, good jobs. I mean, really good jobs, carpentry jobs and, and, and finishing jobs and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, that that have good wages. And they just, if they educate themselves or, or have the desire to learn, I guess is the other big thing, is, is the desire to learn instead of the peer pressure. And, you know, you just kind of reminded me that it's amazing that the thought of a, a of the parents is to send the kid out to go to work at 10 years old. Really? I mean, is that, That's I mean, I didn't normal. realize it was yeah. that, I mean, I knew when they got to be teenagers, they, you know, they kind of expected them to work, but I didn't realize even as young as 10 years old, you're reaching out to these families to get them, get their kids educated so they can make a change. Yes, and they live in this uh, concept like normalizing this thing, right? Like they think that it's the, the way to do it, but they need people like you, I can imagine, like the, your team, to tell them another kind of story, right? And I think we have such an immigrant community here, and I mean that where people from all over Mexico have come here to live because they thought there were jobs here, but they may not be skilled enough for the jobs we need. And so they end up with very low-wage jobs here. But that was what they were used to back home. So it's, it's what oh, they know, what they've tricky. experienced. Yes. And so people say, well, it was good enough for me. And I can support my family, so it's good enough for you. But it's not in the economy we live in. Jobs have changed. And even the lowest jobs need some kind of technology. So it's... If we want an educated workforce, we have to make sure that it happens. It doesn't happen automatically. No. That's we, amazing. Yeah, we need to create that. Yeah. So, Gail, how many people work with you? Um, <laughs> I have two full-time employees only, but Kelly Caldwell and I run the organization. We are volunteers, and... But we have about six part-time people, like we have a web person and a social media person and a marketing person and a bookkeeper, a lot of part-time jobs that work for us. Um, but otherwise, it's just the core four people, the wow. four of us that do it. And, and, and based on those numbers, there's four of you, and you've now, you were talking about 85 students and I 25 was. students. I mean, you got over 100, so you're... So you're at like a four to one ratio. I mean, I mean a twenty five to one ratio, and um, and because I don't speak Spanish, it's even a bit worse than that for the people that do. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? So um, I just want you to know that Alejandra earlier was like she wanted to be volunteering in a kid situation. So <laughs> when we're when we're out, she's she's and she's really good. Um, oh, she. Alejandra, one of the other programs we have is our English Conversation Club. And we go into the schools two or three times a week to different high schools. And all we do is sit and talk to kids in English. Most of them have some English because they've had classes in high school. But none of their teachers are native English speakers. 
So we really need good English-speaking spe people to just talk to kids and teach them the correct way to pronounce the words. But There you go, Alejandra. We got Alejandra a new job. Okay. <laughs> and then you can do the next podcast. There you go. <laughs> ah, yes. That's like a plan. That sounds like a plan. And for how long have you been doing this, Gail? Sorry. This is, we just finished our 10th year. Um, so we, this, we had graduation last Saturday, and we graduated 24 high school kids and four university students. Amazing. And how did it start? Like, how, how was the beginning from this? Um, I used to have a group of friends here who uh, they had an organization called Christmas Dreams, and it was all volunteer. And we would get money at Christmas time from people that were visiting Playa. And we would buy Christmas toys for kids and deliver them to some of the outlying neighborhoods. And one at one of our meetings, a woman came, and she said she had heard about us, and she was the teacher at a public school. She did not want us to give her kids those plastic toys. She wanted them to have school supplies. Oh, so wow. We, as, and you know what? I'm a former educator. I was a teacher for 36 years. It was like somebody just pierced my heart when she said, I want my kids to have school supplies. And I'm thinking, the kids want school supplies? And she said, oh, they would take school supplies any day over a <laughs> piece yes. of plastic toy. She said, you have no idea. I have a class of 37 second graders. And four kids show up with school supplies for the year. She says, I have no money. I get paid very little. The school has no money. And so all 37 kids are begging and borrowing school supplies from everybody. And she said, I'm always asking people, if you have extra stuff, clean out your desk, bring it to me, because we can always use it. And so we changed in midstream what we were doing and we also told people if you're coming from the U.S. bring us a suitcase full of school supplies and people were kind of like what? 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 Yeah. <laughs> and we said and people did we Heather Anderson was helping us with this and she would get people dropping off suitcases full of school supplies for us and so we were able to go to that teacher's school and not only did we have enough school supplies for every child in her class we had them for the whole school. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. I think it's, that's just amazing. Yeah, it sounds easy, but it's a process. Oh. oh. Right? Yes. Yeah, and we were using my garage to, <laughs> <laughs> yes. you know, fill bags of school supplies for the first three years. <laughs> so um, now this, this coming year, we will hand out a little more than 2,000 bags of school supplies. And... Um, we target, like I said, we target certain neighborhoods. And on one of our university applications this year, one of the students wrote that she remembered getting a bag of school supplies when she was in third grade from the KISS project. Oh, wow. Yes. That must have, that must have, that must have, there was tears. I guarantee there was tears. <laughs> the, when this that podcast one. is usually like more, uh, like, let's say, uh, I don't know, but but this kind of, of talk, it's going to my heart. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, this is great stuff. Yeah. And, yes. and, and, um, and Gail's a perfect person for all this. I mean, that she put this all so together. So you said you, you were a teacher. 
Yes. yes. Oh, so you have all the expertise, right? All the knowledge for... <laughs> uh, for working in the U.S., yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Here, it is totally different. Yes. The schools are run differently. The management is different. Um, the language is different. Everything about it is different. And the fact that not all the kids can go to school because there aren't even enough schools for the kids to go to yes. is different. So um, I had an idea that I could find out the information. I could, um, we could work at it, and we have. We've done this now for 10 years. But I have to say, we've learned every step of the way the hard way. Oh, Wow. Yeah. Uh, but it's a great story. Again, another great story in the Playa del Carmen Now podcast. And, and, and it's just amazing. It's just amazing. And, and, and I want you to know today, Gail, um, I wanna, I'm going to do my part again. I got two things I'm going to do with you today. Because every show I, I do some kind of promotion for condo hotels. And in, in this one, number one, first, condo hotels is writing you a check today. So we have a nice awesome. <laughs> we have a nice check for you today for coming here and being on the show, and we are going to contribute some funds to the KKIS program. Perfect. That is going to be money in the bank. The second thing we're going to do is there's the another thing. There's another <laughs> thing. This is this is a big one, and Alejandra's paying attention because I'm. She's got to make sure to communicate this correctly to the reservations department. So use the hashtag KKIS in our reservation system. And not only is the guest going to get an additional 10%, an additional, not just a 10%, an additional 10% to what's, uh, what the current promotion is, and KKIS is going to get 10% commission on that reservation. Oh my gosh, that so, is truly awesome. So we we really, please, please, if you're coming to Playa del Carmen and you're staying in any of the condo hotels, Playa del Carmen properties, use the hashtag KKIS. It, it will be good year-round, including the holidays. I am including this in the holidays. <laughs> oh my <laughs> People gosh. People are going to get crazy with this. <laughs> yes. You're going to get a 10% off, and KKIS will be the agent registered on the res reservation to get a 10% commission. Yes. Yeah, nice. Yes. Nice. And then, again, I'm going to ask you if you are coming to Condo Hotel. If you are coming, please, like she said, bring a suitcase. Bring a suitcase of, of – well, Gail, tell them what to bring. Well, if you are used to buying school supplies for your own kids, you're going to buy the same kind of school supplies for these kids. Everybody uses pens, pencils. Please don't bring notebooks. They use <laughs> different notebooks here than what they're used to in the U.S. Notebooks, so, you're saying, like, for writing? Yes. Right. No, because they use the little squares yes. here. They don't have those in the U.S. Oh, you use lines? Li all lines. Okay. So, um, so... Buy, buy things that are easy to carry here and lightweight. You do not want to bring a suitcase full of erasers. Erasers weigh the most of anything, <laughs> believe it or not. So glue sticks and 
markers and colored, color, and they don't use as many markers here as we do in the U.S. They use colored pencils because markers can dry out very easily. They get moldy. They're they're not they're consumed much much faster than colored pencils. Um, scissors for little kids. Um, I don't know what <laughs> off the top of my head. Pencil sharpeners. You know all that kind of stuff that you buy for your own kids. Dry erase markers because we have each of the classrooms has a dry erase board in it. Wow. Okay. And is, is this easy to bring from the states? Yes. Okay. If you and most people put it in a backpack and somebody just carries the backpack on okay. the school supplies. But we tell people and we can put this up on your site also. If they think they want to bring a whole suitcase, um, we'll give you a letter to get you through customs. Oh. Because customs w wants to know what they're for. They don't want you reselling school supplies here in Mexico. So we tell them it's a donation to KISS. We give them our RFC number, all of the information that they need, and then customs just let you right through. Okay, that's quite important. Yep. Oh, okay. Yes. And just so you know, when she said the RFC number, it's just a tax ID. It's a company tax ID number here in Mexico, which identifies the company in that way. It, it, it'll go more fluid. And, and like you said, like she said, just be super aware that you're going through customs. And if you have 3,000 pencils, they're going to ask you why you have them. And it's good to have this information. <laughs> 3,000? It's easy. I mean, uh, yeah. I, you know, you can go to a dollar store in the States and buy yes. a, a package of pencils for practically yes. for a dollar. And, you know, if you fly on Southwest, they have free luggage, so you could easily bring an extra piece of luggage. And if you're from Canada, WestJet gives you one free piece of luggage if you're doing it for humanitarian reasons, and we'll give you the lighter to get you through to do that. Wow. Well, so... Basically, we're making it so there's no excuse. Um, yeah. no but you want to, and you want to help. I mean, these are kids. These are kids. You want kids to be smart. You want, you want our next generation to be better prepared. Yeah, better we prepared. Want, we want to bring them, them, them their best. Yes. yes. We want every child to reach their potential. Absolutely. So, Donald, now, Gail, tell us where we need to send them. You have a website. We have a website, and on our website, it tells you where you can bring the school supplies, or you can just send us an email at info at kissproject.org, and we will make arrangements to come to your hotel and pick them up. Okay, so when you say KISS Project, is it spelled correctly? K-I-S-S project.com? It is called, keep, think of keeping kids in school. So K-K-I-S. dot our kiss project one word dot org dot org okay. okay and then your website is the same right and if you'd rather bring money we take that too oh of course so then it's kissproject.org slash donate there you go and then of course you got facebook and social media you got lots somebody that lots of new stuff on instagram check it out awesome so uh, what's the other thing i i'm just curious about if people want to buy things in here in Mexico, that's also uh, another easy thing to do, right? Uh, absolutely. Walmart will love you. Okay. <laughs> there we go. 
There we yeah. go. Because and there's a Walmart right here in Playa del Carmen. Yeah. Just steps away. Yeah, actually, we are, we are we have now two, and we are building oh, yeah. the third one. Oh, okay. I will take you there, Ken. Oh, and and you know, in our neighborhood, we're getting a new Shadrawi. Oh yes, yes. Oh. Oh. So in Condo Heaven over here, we're yeah. getting a Shadrawi. Oh, okay. Oh, so she must live yeah, close nearby. to me. Yeah, I can't imagine. <laughs> Okay, now I'm seeing the, the website. It looks amazing. Okay, well, Gail, thank you so much for coming today. I I I um, I, I, I love what you're doing. I really truly love what you're doing. I support you any possible way I can. We'll get you this check. We'll get you some reservations. Get you some commission money, and hopefully we've educated everybody out there on how you can help. And we look forward to seeing you. We look forward to seeing Gail in the future and Mr. Resendez. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for doing this once. And thank you for following so much time on this. Because 10 years doing this with all the things that you are sharing, I'm, I can imagine there's been a struggling time sometimes. But... <laughs> oh, you, mean, you mean the Playa del Carmen challenges? Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking yeah. the SAT challenges. Oh, jeez. Oh, wait. Here we go with the SAT the conversation. Sat oh, no. They don't understand English, so they, you don't have to worry about them walking in the door. Yeah, two episodes in a row mentioning the SAT. Well, thank you guys for inviting me. I've, I've enjoyed this. Okay, very good. Thank you, and... Adios. Bye-bye. Adios. Adios.